Greetings, fellow Matter Porters. This is Harlan Hambright coming to you live from off the coast of Georgia on beautiful St. Simons Island. Dan has asked me to share my workflow techniques in workshop, the new workshop, and I'm glad to accommodate him. And you're certainly welcome to look over my shoulder, as he says. I just ask that you don't stand too close. This is a house I scanned yesterday and the client is dying to get his pictures so they can get this thing posted and listed. So let's knock it out for him. I'm going to run through workshop, setting up my still pictures, doing any scan editing that there needs to be done. And then while Matterport is developing the, the pictures, um, we'll do a walkthrough in in the highlight reel. So a new thing about workshop is you can go straight into workshop without having to blow the model first which saves a little time. So let's get into it first. Let's set up our start point. Uh, this was the first scan I did. I like to start my tours as though you were actually entering entering a place from as far away as is practicable um, and I start scanning here to establish the 3d stuff and that way I can then align outside and I just stop when the alignment ceases to function or when I get as far away as I want and I would like to start here I've been impressed lately with how Matterport is successfully aligning out in the sun and in distances that were never possible before. So somebody's doing some work out there in Sunnyvale. Okay, you set your start point by just pushing start location and set. This walk, I scan more densely to achieve alignment than I want for, um, for practical navigation. So let's delete a few scans. We'll keep that one just for logic purposes. And I'm gonna delete every other scan on the walk, which you can either do here. Sometimes these are invisible so you can also access them there. Number three is the next one. So we'll go ahead and disable that one. And that gets us to the porch a lot faster. Um, the new workshop, unlike the old one, reflects disabled scans in while you're working. The old one would still land on them, so you didn't really know what you were doing until you exited workshop and got back into showcase. So there, that works. Okay, and let's now start photographing this place. Just click on the camera icon. 
Uh, here's the zoom window, just like before. I used to I used to uh, set these at 90 or 80 almost all the time. But I was getting a lot of complaints, especially in interiors, that I was getting too much wide angle distortion. And I'd been shooting, I always thought that 100 meant like a normal lens. In fact, I shot a house last week and with, uh, with my Nikon and Matterport and compared the stills. And images shot at 100% and then cropped, which we'll do later in, in Photoshop to get the aspect ratio correct. 100% scans are the same angle as my 14 millimeter lens on the Nikon, which is the lens I use for almost all my interiors. <laughs> and that 14 millimeters is pretty wide anyway to start with. So anything below 100 is just an excessively wide lens. And that's obviously why, where the distortion was coming from. Having said that, I'm going to now zoom this one out a little bit because the, there's nothing here. Um, except for over here, which you can't see. I think the wider view will be more successful. Okay, that should be 90. So take that picture and it's a good idea before you rush ahead to your next view to wait till this has finished capturing because if you move beforehand I've been it's been returning some very strange images that I didn't think I had ordered but it was capturing after I started moving okay That's probably an okay shot. Okay, let me zoom back to 100 before I forget. That's nice and cozy. I like, since for decades, I've been, a lot of my architectural shots, I'll have an, a, a, a close-up feature in the foreground to give the illusion of depth into the image. So no difference here. So let's do that one. Got some strange color issues with these compact fluorescence and the daylight mix. We'll fix that later. And while I'm walking through the house to take pictures, I'll be thinking of what path I would like to use for the walkthrough. 
So unless there's a compelling reason to do otherwise, I'm going to shoot everything using the 100% zoom. It's just so tempting to do these wider pictures because on the monitor here, it's really impressive, but on a flat piece of paper, this distortion, like, it just gets to be really, this chair, and this bugs a lot of realtors, and a lot of every, well, everybody. get a bathroom picture because everybody's always saying you didn't get a picture of the bathroom so go ahead and do it okay this is this being such a small space and who cares if a shower curtain is distorted this mirror is oblong but um I don't think that was, see that's what that mirror looks like. It's actually vertical and here it's very horizontal. All right, I would do that, but that's got too much chair back. And I make sure the camera's level all the time by this grid, this grid, which I appreciate them adding, isn't really very useful because it's not dense enough. So I usually just use the edge, edge of the frame to make sure everything's parallel. I'm also going to demonstrate, I've uh, adapted this from a technique I've been using with my camera for a long time to get good perspective corrected vertical images. There are two ways to do it with this. One, level the camera and then zoom way out and what we'll do is crop a vertical picture out of the middle because it's going to be a big crop the resolution won't be as good as the full frame so that this is what I've been doing for a long time is uh, merging two pictures together. And this is for, uh, for wide angle lenses that aren't tilt shift. The easiest and best way to do it is with a tilt shift lens, but if you don't have that, or if you want a focal length that isn't available, then take the establishing the level picture and then tilt up 
and take that shot and we're going to combine those by fixing the perspective on this one later. I had a bracket made for my Nikon that rotates, it pans the camera up and it's offset so that the rotation point is the nodal point of the lens so I don't get any parallax. between the two pictures and the alignment is dead on. Before, when I did that, I would get some strange non-alignment. I didn't want to go out yet, but... All right, here's another issue where I think we'll zoom out to see more yard. It's more of a landscape picture than a architecture picture. Sorry, that's my stupid smoke alarm. It's the wide angle alarm. It's so tempting to go ahead and run inside before that blue circle finishes, but it takes more time to go back and reshoot these things. Ooh, two pictures from one scan. I'm also surprised that The uh, still images I would like to use are always contained somewhere in the scans that I make just for the tour without even thinking about the stills. <coughs> Only rarely will I have to do a scan just for the still picture, like from a a corner all right here's that other this the uh, that foreground element again plus this establishes the relation between the second floor and the first floor of this place that help in understanding how the how this house goes together for just looking at the pictures. Okay, better angle of that will be from here, I think. Do another bathroom picture. Okay, we've got to zoom out on this one. Here's another case of alignment. Back in the old days, I would have done a scan, at least one more scan out here in the hall before going into this room. But just for fun, I did that and it aligned just fine.
Here's a rare instance, so I think I'll zoom out a little bit. Oops, went the wrong way. Let's see if there's a view over the balcony. Nah. Um, it'd be fun though. I wonder if during the walkthrough, if we'd be able to jump off the balcony like that. We'll see. That would be. Interesting. Sure, we're level. These, remember, these sides are going to be cropped. I wish you could change the aspect ratio of the of the window to match what I don't think we need to steal that to match what my final product is going to be This is everything except I forgot to do the dining room. I think this will be better from back here. I do a lot of one point perspectives. Stanley Kubrick did a lot of one point perspectives. We have some alignment issues here. And the mice have been nibbling on the mirror. Yeah, that's broken. I can fix that in Photoshop. Okay, let's run and do the dining room. I think that's enough for now. <clears throat> Send these things off to California or wherever they do the work. Okay, the reason I always use maximum pixels is again my final files are going to be 920 by 1280. Almost all the real estate websites I have to post to require that size as a minimum. The, this size on the Matterport office is 1080 high. So that and this is the 9 or 9 to 16 aspect ratio. Um, 
35 millimeter cameras are two to three. So we will reduce this huge file and that will get a better image quality plus <clears throat> the only way we can get to 1280 without ups upsizing that which results in pretty unacceptable image quality. Okay, those are being done. So while that's happening, go back to showcase and let's set up our highlight reel. Okay, we need a Start from here again. Now instead of setting that up as the first view, we're going to end there so we can logically go straight forward to the house. So I'm going to start here. Got it. Thank you. Okay, that will then pan around and it'll go straight. And we'll go to, let's say, go to here. Now let's go on up to there. Then pan around and let's go there. I think I'll do this wing and then go to the master and then through the kitchen upstairs and then to the living room and end the thing outside in the backyard. Yeah, let's do that. What the heck? give them a peek of the laundry room on their way to bed here. <clears throat> I like that little bird towel holder thing.
do a funny pirouette because it does this transition a bit. This isn't a picture I would take, but I think it'll help in the navigation of the walkthrough. Speaking of which, <clears throat> see I'd forgotten this already. I usually start these things. This is where you set your parameters for the walkthrough. It's usually set for slideshow by default, and I always want walkthrough, so this is where, where you do that. A lot of the commands are easier to find in the new workshop as opposed to before. Another feature in the new workshop is your ability to preview the walkthrough while you're working. Instead of closing the file. And so let's this uh, here, see if we can do this leap. Think that would, and we can see if that's going to work by we can go ahead and play it right now okay doesn't work <clears throat> Matterport does not have a sense of humor so let's Here. Delete that one. Okay. Whoop, wrong one. Okay. Pirouette again and there and then outside. And we will end the tour there. Publish in case something happens. And let's preview it real quick.
all that business I think is from by having to fix the um, I had the door closed on a scan I did in the living room and I think that wound up in the mesh it would navigate through but but I uh, would jump like six six scans ahead all right this is going to work so rather than watching this let's um let's go ahead and start photoshop To save memory, I'm going to get out of here. Okay, there's our pictures. And here's Photoshop workflow. I don't want those. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, what I do, first do color correction. Bring the shadows up a little. Take the highlights down a little. Warm this thing up a teeny bit. Then, this is where I do the image sizing. There's the, we set the height at 1280. Then you have to change the canvas size to 1920. And then what I usually do before saving this is sharpen. This helps the Matterport images a lot. Although in in, in uh, pictures like all this exterior, we, this makes it kind of grainy. So I mitigate that with the fade command. And then save. And I saved my JPEGs at 11, 
10 is actually good enough. 12 files get to be too big. Okay, let's do an interior just for demo purposes. All right, the overall color here is pretty good. We have too much yellow, but the picture is not too yellow, just the yellows are too yellow. I fixed that using the saturation command and pick yellow and run saturation down some. That darkens it too, which you can then correct by moving the lightness bar. I use this a lot in pictures that have daylight leaking in and you'll have the the blue areas. <clears throat> you do the same thing using the cyan and or blue channels and the saturation. Let's size it. It's very rare that I get a Matterport picture that's ready to go color-wise right out of the box. Okay, that one would keep the sharpening all the way. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, now, so I would do this over and over this many times. <coughs> this whole processing here would take maybe a half hour. But let's do the... Let me demonstrate this perspective thing, then I'll wind up this video. Open all three of these. Okay, the first one will make a vertical picture out of this. And I just crop to where I want. that junk. Maybe just a little bit. And it's kind of arbitrary. Okay, um, we'll just leave, well let's use that same yellow yeah, that fixed the sconces over there. So size sun. Rather than doing 1280, I'm going to go ahead and just keep this as a square picture. I'll make it the 1920s. It's going to have to be too high. And if somebody needs a um 1280, they can crop it themselves. Sharpen. 
we'll call this living room. Okay, here's the fun one. We're going to combine these two pictures. First thing I do is see what our limits are over on the edges. So I've got a little bit of space there and a little bit of cabinet here. Okay, I'm going to perspective correct this using PT Tools, which is a free um, plug filter that was written by this German guy back in the 90s, which I used a lot. Then IPix came along and patented the, the 360 process, which I was already doing using Mr. Dirsch's free filters. So all of a sudden everybody was breaking the law, but they got their comeuppance. First thing I'm going to do is make this, I got to increase the canvas size vertically, otherwise it'll crop the picture when I correct it. And this is arbitrary, so that's almost 50. Let's go to 64. What the heck? Okay, so now this is what we have. That actually might not be enough. And here's the PT plug-in that you have to buy now from this e-paper press. It's not too expensive, but it's... Okay, there's my last... Okay, they have a... This is very useful to correct these things. And see, this is the density the grid should be on the Matterport. So let's start this off with zero. Okay, reset all. That's what it started with. Do the grid. Move it vertically until the verticals are vertical. They are now. Scale it down. This is why I had to remember what was on the sides. I'm going to scale down. Okay, this isn't centered. Not that it doesn't really matter. And then I'll scroll this way. Okay, there's everything. Okay. Crop out all this junk we don't need. Make sure we got lots of overlap. I have to save that because oh, the mice have been on the ceiling. This is what I used to do manually, and um, Photoshop has fixed all and this. Even when I have alignment issues between pictures, Photoshop does a great job of matching stuff. So do the photo merge. And auto almost always works. Um, if it doesn't, you would use perspective, which it also corrects, but not, not to the extent that I need it. So add open files. 
and Photoshop now automatically merging those. Takes a minute. There we go. To flatten that. And crop. And there we have this nice vertical picture. And this image here is look, it's almost 5,000 by 6,000 pixels, which, if this was at 300 dpi, is a 16 by 20. So this would make a magazine cover just fine with some color correction, of course. And that could use a little more fine-tuning also, but you get the idea. So I think that probably ends this little session. I'm going to get some more coffee. Um, I hope I hope this has been useful to you, interesting, at least entertaining. And if it wasn't, I hope you stopped watching it a long time ago. Um, uh, feel free to contact me through the We Get Around forum um, there, and you can send me. I'll be glad to answer any questions through a message, a message there. And on behalf of the We Get Around Network, this is Harlan Hambright signing off. Good luck, guys.